present. Welcome to the evaluation with Possession and Snapper. I'm Snapper. 20 minutes on the clock. Possession, how are you? I'm doing fine. Um, I... You're going to have to leave, man. I, uh... Actually, let's just spill into this Redskins thing. Yeah, we're we're just going to get right into that. First, uh... Are we going to get interrupted tonight? Oh, we already were interrupted, but... What, um, what happened? What happened? So, we did a transfer to a new phone yesterday of uh, iCloud pictures. It's really terrible. And the first two years, basically, of Ella's life on her phone, that was supposed to transfer those pictures are not uh, present on the new phone. Um Obviously, they're pictures. This is your young daughter. Yes, this is the, this is the young daughter. Who's so um, cute that I question if you're even her father. Dude, she's ridiculously good. You're cute or good looking. Concerned. What's your mailman look like, Possession? What's that? What's your mailman look like? I don't know what her mailman looks like, but... There's a pretty, like, studly dude at the guardhouse where I go to get the mail. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, let's let's just say that guy uh, actually got tested for the Rona recently. But, um, yeah, yeah, some, somehow, somehow. But, anyways, I actually asked Redskins Twitter to apologize for the past, like, three or four days or however long it's been today. And uh, there, there was a... Uh, sort of a ringleader of Redskins Twitter that liked the tweet. I mean, I don't it's like it's like a bad day for Twitter that they were so wrong on this. We got fifteen sexual uh sexual um harassment allegations and none of them are directed towards the person anyone cares about, the owner, Dan Snyder. Look, Robert Kraft was at a massage parlor and got off on a technicality. There isn't even a need to get off on a technicality here. I mean, I don't believe in guilt by association. I do believe that companies, your company, you do have uh, ultimate responsibility, but you can't remove him from being the owner. It's 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 over unless anything is true. I. I I my mind was racing about Epstein and his uh, and his uh, heiress sidekick uh, who uh, was arrested about ten days ago. Crazy. Let's set the table. Let's set the table here on where the expectations were for this breaking story. I thought this afternoon, this afternoon you knew that I was going to a job interview and you knew I was at a job interview. Yeah, well, I, I didn't. It sounded like you know California is a big state, and you were crossing county lines. So I did not cross county lines. I would never cross county lines. <laughs> My mind was racing. I was thinking, like, is he is he finally going to build a hundred track homes? Because that would have gotten me so excited. And in Kern County, and it, to find out you were still stuck in LA County. You got to leave L.A. County. Too many rules. Well, this job, I will. I don't want to tease the group and 
the audience or you possession, but you know, your love for places like Montana and Idaho, we may be talking about a little bit more soon. Oh, jeez. Let's not get off track here. Oh, jeez. Let's set the table for the expectations. There's no future in at, L.A. You knew I was at a job interview. Yes. But what did you do anyway? I called you. Um, truth, truth, truth be known, I got baked in the middle of the day. Um, and I was so excited about these ideas coming into my mind. Like calling this the evaluation, so where we, you know, we are, uh, uh, we've we've made it so that uh, twenty minutes, uh, kind of like when you go in for a psych session, the shrink just chops it off at fifteen minutes so fast. He's like, you know, they're not going to pay anything over that for insurance, so it's over in fifteen minutes. The evaluation can can get off the rails a little bit, and. Uh, really the purpose of it but yeah i I wanted to call you and And what was share this idea what was the subject of this very important call that you made that made my phone ring during a job interview (laughs) it was the evaluation i wanted to talk about the podcast and it was also your thoughts on what this story was going to be oh that's that's right you gave me like 10 seconds and i was I was excited because uh, Pat McAfee, who's very, uh, very funny, um, got a text in the middle of wherever he's broadcasting a show, and the phone like shook out of his hand because he couldn't believe what he read, and he said, "Let's just say this isn't uh, reserved to off the field." And then I started thinking, oh, my God, they were fixing games. And I started shooting that out to everyone. I actually, like, uh, other than, like, some people that, you know, don't really care about my take on the Redskins, like, I haven't talked to those people because I was so wrong. And even McAfee was so wrong. I mean, this is, this is all they want. This is all they brought to print. This is it. Dan Snyder paying refs to fix games made a lot of sense to me. I, I thought that that, made, yeah. that felt like something that plausibly could happen. Yeah, and then I, I started thinking, I think he had in, some involvement in investment in, in DraftKings or uh, FanDuel. So he, he's not far removed. I think it was him and Jarrah uh, that are into that. But I, it looks like he's going to skate. Um, I mean, the expectations were crazy. Fixing games made sense to me. I thought maybe, you know, Dan to make some money was selling organs, human trafficking. <laughs> I mean, a lot of horrible things I thought might have been in play. Yeah, Dan was in charge of Wayfair's human tra- trafficking uh, operation. <laughs> that was one of the last ones I heard before the story dropped. And uh, it's over. I mean, the, the Dan Snyder will continue on the Redskins. I don't have a problem with it, but I was excited at the idea of maybe like the richest person in the world uh, owning the team, uh, Bezos. But it's not happening. And I'm sure, well, actually, I know he has Spawn, uh, who will probably want to run the team as well. I mean, it's only 32 of them to run. That's the end of that. We're not going to comment on the substance of the story because 
neither of us are experts on the Me Too movements. Neither of us know what it's all about, and neither of us have any leg to stand on to comment on a story of that nature. Yeah, I'm just not interested. I'm just not interested. I'm not interested, and I am in zero position to be giving any sort of opinion on those matters. No, no. It, uh, it, it is one to stay away from. It's one to go to the fridge and uh, grab an avocado. <laughs> Moving on. I think we need to get really serious right now mm-hmm. about America dealing with no football in the fall. Well, I think it's clearly over for college. Um, there are just, you know, the, the state universities are well operated, uh, are funded by the state in large part. And my beloved Cal State system, which I believe is 26 schools, not all of them have football teams, but that, that's, that's another thing. Um, they're already uh, gone, so there's no Sac State. Uh, not even Fresno State. Now you don't even get Cal Cal State Fresno. That that's you know just stop the season there. Um, the pros are doing whatever whatever it takes to play. Like I, I think they want to try, but I just don't think that uh, that they'll end up they'll end up ultimately playing and. I think the attitude at the NFL is as long as no one dies and, you know, if you recover, but you know, your liver isn't really functioning that well in 30 years and you're, you're, you know, you're not a drinker or whatever, all the side effects or some of the side effects or lingering effects of coronavirus might be, but Hey, you know, it's better than CTE. So uh, maybe the coronavirus in a sense can save players as long as, you know, they can recover but i my concern is someone dies an offensive lineman who's too well insulated and because it's a respiratory attack if an offensive lineman dies i think football is off for at least a year let's just start with the colleges on saturday mm-hmm. how is your life going to be affected not being able to watch boise state versus at wyoming saturday night at yeah, thirty Pacific time on CBS Sports Network. How, how does your life get affected with that being ripped from your? I've thought about it, and I don't like it. But I mean, my college football Sunday doesn't start until ten p.m. Eastern time, somewhere in the Mountain West. UNLV uh, at New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly, and. It uh, it sucks. Um, I you know I. Do you think I, your marriage will survive this? I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it will. Um, I you know I just it, it seems it seems it seems foregone, um, and that's the only level of football I'm truly interested in. I don't watch the tens, the ones, the threes, the sixes, and. Sometimes I'll watch the eight. I might sneak in, uh, sneak in some Pac twelve, but it's uh, it's over. I mean, you you can they're going to try and push it to the spring. That's my final answer. Now the pros, we have not had an American sports league start yet, where 
they're playing in home stadiums, and that's what the NFL is going to try and do. The NBA yeah. is in Orlando. The MLS is in Orlando. Baseball is going to try in a week. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, baseball is uh, is in a week. The uh, other problem with the NFL is they're fighting over the union rules and the collective bargaining. And I just, I just, I'm worried about America with no NFL. I'm worried about the divorce rate. I'm worried about domestic violence. I'm worried about people going into the streets and having unrest. We need 17 weeks of professional football on Sundays. And Ed Orgeron uh, told the vice president yesterday that basically the world needs LSU on, on Saturdays. So I, I would trust him. He knows deeply what football means uh, to, the, to the country. And, yeah, to the country. It's not a global sport. Who am I kidding? Um, but, yeah, I do worry about Sunday. If I don't have football, I mean – We'll probably change this podcast to a uh, book club uh, if we don't have football in uh, in about forty five days. I don't believe that you can make it to the end of the year if you can't have your viewing it. No, your living I, room. Even though I live in the Sonoran Desert, Taking I'm very, very, very uh, I, This is my favorite time of the year because it begins getting cooler. It gets darker sooner. I don't really like how late the how how long the sun stays uh, stays out. And uh, I also um, I I go into a degenerate fog, and it's beautiful um, with the colors on the Samsung and Twitter, uh, just everything. And then the post game shows. Yeah, I mean you. You've, you've seen my, my football Sundays for many years, and it's like a 13 to 15 hour event. It's my favorite. They're my favorite 16 days of the year, 17 days of the year. Like, I don't like the playoffs. I'm worried. I'm worried. It's worth being worried about. It's, it, it's But I do think my idea from Sunday's podcast uh, for Jarrah to just turn the parking lot into the biggest cocktail party in Texas on that Sunday. I think it's a good idea. I think it's circumventing. Um, is it uh, anti the spirit of it all? No, you've got you've got walking walking space, etc. You're not you're not in the confines of a seat with someone two inches away. And you're you're gonna have to find creative ways. Where do you want Jerry to collect admission? On the freeway off ramp, the exit freeway off ramp, where is too too far away to start collecting the money? Wow, I think <laughs> I just had an Easy Pass idea. I mean, if he could get integrated into Easy Pass, that would be the best thing. If people could just how much uh, per car? Two hundred dollars? No, I think you do it. Uh, I think you do it for twenty five dollars. Oh, he ain't doing that. I think he'd over twenty five. He charges sixty dollars for parking in Oxnard. Stop it. He charges twenty two dollars for a barbecued hindquarter in Oxnard. He ain't charging twenty five dollars to get 
to go to your little parking lot party to watch a professional football game. So the parking is so expensive that the people letting you through take card like on the spot. Because a lot of people don't carry $60 cash. That's that's crazy. But, yeah, yeah I think there's going to be football. I just hope no one dies. I mean, like a lot of things in life, I just hope no one dies doing it. Um, but I, I think there will be football, but uh, I think death ends the season. That's terrible. It's not. It's, it's not a dark way to look at the world. It's not a sickness for someone who's three hundred fifty pounds. And they're, and they're that and they're closest in terms of, you know, just mauling and zero social distancing. I mean, social distancing is the antithesis of basketball, but everyone in basketball is in shape. Um, and a lot of them already had it. So it's, you know, I, they're, they're going to try. They're going to try. Um, if training camp doesn't open next week or in two weeks, that uh, I, I think we're looking at October 8th. I think they should forget September for Yeah, just start in October because uh, the NBA will bump right into it. It'll be beautiful. You're on desert time. Yeah. All right. Next topic. I want to talk about Portnoy, and uh, you had written something about. Yeah, we want to talk about Portnoy. I'd love to talk about Portnoy. Yeah, I want to. You had written something in show prep. We were originally supposed to do this on Tuesday. Uh, lost a guy, and um, you mentioned it, how people. Uh, why, why do people hate them so much or why are they so popular with this much hate? What, what exactly did you write? I want to, I want to expound on that. Okay. So I basically, like you, have a miserable life. Yes. Everyone hates me. Everyone shits on me. I go to work, I get shit on. I come yeah. home, I get shit on. My family shits on me. It's just, it's rough. Yeah. Work sucks. I mean, uh, a lot of problems. I mean, you're basically. <laughs> I, I think the American dream is to uh, make enough money without having to deal with other humans or staff. It's uh, it's a nice thing. But anyways, go go ahead. One consistent source of joy in my life is what Barstool brings to the table. Portnoy brings joy to my life. The Barstool Rundown brings joy to my life. Uncle Chaps puts a smile on my face. Oh, Uncle Chaps. Yeah, I mean, these. this is the stable. This is the stable of, like, the ten personalities. And Portnoy is just incredible. Like, he, he, if he posts up in front of your pizzeria, if, if, I mean, he's got crowds now, especially when he goes out of town. Every day... Something makes me want to get up in the morning to live, and it's because of what Barstool brings to the table. We have every media company in America, it seems, laying people off, furloughing people, shrinking, closing. Barstool's hiring, and they're profitable, and people are going to are trying to invest in them. There are very few media companies that are thriving, and Barstool's one of them. 
my question, and they've cut a lot of the crap from five years ago with the women's stuff. They've really cleaned it up. Ah, I remember that. You have the the smoke of the day, yeah. Uncle Chaps raising money for military people with PTSD. I mean, it's just a great company. Why does everyone hate them? This is why I hate them. Uh, and I love Portnoy, but I, I just, it's, it's all the millennials and everything. It's partially because I'm, I'm admittedly 40 years old. I'm not that I, you know, could avoid being 40 and I've had about 18 years in this world, uh, outside of, uh, schooling, et cetera. And it's exactly what I would have wanted to do in my twenties. And I hate these people for being able to do it in their 20s and for being, for being so bad at it and knowing that most of them in their 30s are going to be have to just give it up. Because I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, they're hiring, but they sell this merchandise for a reason. And I think I, I read something years ago that you got to come up idea with ideas for merchandise and you, I think you get a commission for, you know, what sells well or what sells period. So, um, you know, you've got, you have to do a number of things. They're very they, few. They very don't few need to sell $80 this. hoodies anymore. They don't need to sell $80 hoodies anymore. They don't need to sell. Pardon my take has advertising. Their advertising rates for commercials are as good as any podcast in America. The people in CNBC say that uh, Penn and Barstool are going to make a gambling app, and it's just going to be gangbusters. My God, he's going to be a billionaire. He's leveraging his audience, and you know they don't need to sell hoodies anymore. And I don't agree with you that these people are bad. Everyone on Barstool, I think, is is great. The twenty dollars, the twenty dollars chef makes my week. I mean, wow, my whole life is Barstool. I've talked so much shit to that guy, and I, you know, <laughs> I. I, I see he actually does respond he still reads his like tweets like whereas the other ones like <laughs> just, just like i've actually talked shit to that guy uh but yeah i mean i hate them because i'm jealous and, and it, it 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 takes uh it, it takes a rounded human to admit that you hate something because you're so fucking jealous of it i'm grateful look if they were to pick up the evaluation episode one uh, we would we would leave whatever we were doing. And they said you got to broadcast this from Des Moines. I would move my fucking family to Des Moines, or I would just fly to Des Moines Monday through Friday to shoot the show and come back to uh, Arizona. So would I. And I don't think it's taboo to like Barstool. I think you can wear a Barstool hoodie and not have people look at you hard. I no, just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. The important is a hero. Uh, and he's like forty three, and he's he's. He's 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 just incredible. He's as low class as they come. He's so beautiful. <laughs> he's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the thought of a caterpillar moving Earth next to his Nantucket house and pissing <laughs> him off just warms my soul. <laughs> the watermelon eating contest. Just wonderful. Oh. All right, we will be back with another uh, another episode of the evaluation. And so long for this subdued night. 
where uh, I, I thought I thought my Redskins were going to be taken down, undressed, and had to be rebuilt. But they continue. So where are you going now? Um, I need to go talk to my wife about these lost pictures. She is not well. It's, what is her? Uh, what? How is she feeling about that? I've got. I just got a text message that was questioning something that she wrote. Like that wasn't a question. I think it said we just lost the first two years of her life, and uh-huh. I have pictures. I mean, I'm not a very good photographer, but she's just she's just uh, crestfallen. Are they perhaps in the cloud? That's the problem. Is she can't locate them in the cloud. Would it be a good idea to bring her on right now to discuss? This? No, no, no. I don't. I don't, I don't even. I don't even want to get involved in this. <laughs> I'm in no condition to get involved in this right now. I came inside to this. This was supposed to. I'm wearing my Ray-Bans prescription, looking out of Camelback right now broadcasting i'm i'm happy you're indoors wearing sunglasses yeah yeah have you done drugs today yes yes twice um it's awesome (laughs) pills and drugs uh no no just just drugs drugs just drugs no pills and no and no alcohol none but i'm drinking coffee right now oh good good yeah 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 so are you going to go for a walk in an hour? Uh, if I do, I'll give you a call. No, probably not, because I need to go to bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I will so, see you. Uh... Hold on. So you're going to go and deal with this picture disaster, and you're going to get blamed and yelled at, and then you're going to go for a walk afterwards? I got to go. Bye. <laughs>